0: your mother, I am David
1: I am Natalie
0: And how are you, Natalie? I'm great It's been, yeah, yeah It's
1: been, like, uh It's been a while It's been a while since we recorded this podcast (laughs) Um, No, it's been a really tough week And, you know, it's okay Because I'm looking at a gorgeous parlor pond Oh, I
0: thought you were going to say something about me
1: Oh (laughs) No, if um, any of our friends and mothers are Costco members they have giant parlor palms for 19.99. This thing is towering, and yeah. so lush, and it's really
0: yeah. We picked the biggest one they had. Which yeah. Is good.
1: It's uh, verdant. Don't kill it, Davy.
0: I am I supposed to ch- yeah. w- water it?
1: Yeah. So this is a test.
0: All right, you're gonna. Have to, I'm gonna have to look up some how to not kill a parlor plant. Um, yeah. So that's. Uh, but this isn't a. Uh, this is not a podcast about indoor greenery, right? Yeah. Um, this is a podcast about friends and how I met your mother.
1: How many, like, podcasts about indoor greenery do you think there are?
0: I am going to guess, do you mean have there ever been or currently still making episodes?
1: Currently still making episodes.
0: Currently still making episodes, I'm going to say there are nine. Okay. I'm going to say there have been 36.
1: Okay. (laughs) Friends and mothers?
0: (laughs) Yeah, friends and mothers, if you want to check my math on that, I'm not going to.
1: Get to the bottom of it? Uh, Do you think they have, like, punny names? I hope so. Green thumbs?
0: Yeah. That would be the first. I mean, but that's... Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully something a little more... Yeah. Yeah. What's the, um... What's the thing you learn about in school that makes plants green? Chlorophyll? Chlor? chlorophyll chlorophyll chloroform is what you do yeah. to knock somebody out yeah. in a movie you yeah, right. throw them in the back of a van or whatever yeah. um so yeah first uh call to action <laughs> is
1: yeah
0: indoor greenery podcasts plant pod <laughs> <laughs> indoor plant pods <laughs> um uh yeah so this is a podcast about friends and how i met your mother we also we, we like uh the episodes post posted regular clip but we the reason we haven't recorded in, in a couple of weeks is because we went to san diego comic-con
1: we did yeah, and
0: uh had a fun time you
1: went to san diego comic-con
0: and you don't have a you don't have a badge so you didn't go into the convention center but yeah. i feel like if you go experience san diego comic-con you went to comic-con okay so I feel like you went to Comic-Con.
1: I didn't go to the convention center. No, but you went
0: to like parties, and you were in the Gaslamp, and you saw people in cosplay, and you did the whole thing. You just didn't go into the convention center. All right. Anyway, we had fun. Obviously, there's not much TV-related stuff there this year because of the uh, the, the strike right. in terms of panels, but you saw the Gaslamp District. It's um, uh, all the building wraps, like so many of like TV shows, like Yellow Jackets had mm-hmm. a whole thing and yeah. Star Trek... Uh, I don't know Star Trek something or other. Anyway, that's what we did. Yeah. Uh, no, let's. But we're this uh, This uh, this podcast. We watched an episode of Friends. Episode of How Many Mother Recap. We have other fun segments. It's a lot of fun. So we are uh, on season five, episode sixteen of both shows right now uh season five episode 16 of friends is called the one with the cop and season five episode 16 of how i met your mother it's called hooked But we're gonna put a hook Hook. in that hook good one (laughs) this is why we are married to each other uh and we're gonna start both
1: losers
0: (laughs) (laughs) not like ross yeah uh rachel called ross a loser in this episode we'll get to that uh yeah let's start with season five episode 16 of friends the one with the cop uh it opens in the fellow's apartment um Chandler and Monica are all curled, curled up on one of the lazy boys doing a crossword puzzle together. and um, I thought I, I sometimes I will like put a prediction in here so I can say like I predicted this when it happened. I was wrong. I thought the issue was gonna be because they what they were hung up on is a six letter word for red. Yeah um, they asked Joey, he says dark red It's pretty funny. Um, turns out it's maroon. I thought the storyline was going to be that, like Monica knew it was maroon the whole time, and occasionally lets waits until Chandler figures one out wow. to make him feel smarter. Um,
1: and then he got he would get mad.
0: Yeah, I thought that was what was going to happen. Yeah,
1: that would have been a good.
0: Yeah, especially because I don't know, maybe I'm tooting my own horn here. As soon as they asked Joey what's a six-letter word for red, I went, "Ooh, maroon."
1: Yeah. In my head. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I maybe I just think Monica's as smart as I am. And Chandler's a big old dummy.
1: And so is Joey, obviously.
0: Obviously, but everyone knows that. Um, So then Joey goes to sleep that night and has a dream of him and Monica doing the crossword puzzle. They say, I love you to each other, and he wakes up, like, very scared and frightened. Yeah. Um, At the perk, uh, they're trying to pay Gunther, um, who's... I didn't put this in fashion, but he's in, like, a jack-o'-lantern orange shirt. Um... They they don't have enough for a tip, so Phoebe starts digging through the couch cushions, and she ends up finding a cop's badge. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, um, Joey shows up and realizes that Monica, I guess she spent the night and was cold, and grabbed one of Joey's sweatshirts and is wearing it in the park. Yeah. And he's like all weirded out by um, Joey's or by Monica wearing his sweatshirt um, because it's like intimate, and he should and uh, he's worried that it's kind of like is gonna smell like her and she's like are you saying I smell are you smell bad and he said no you smell like a meadow yeah. which is very cute yeah. um, uh, meanwhile for some reason Rachel has agreed to go couch shopping with Ross yeah that's exactly the kind of thing that Ross would ask her to do because he's just like so it's just what's the word I'm looking for He he doesn't He doesn't think about how his actions affect other people he wants to be around rachel
1: yeah
0: i don't know she should have said no but anyway i'm writing this whole backstory about why they're couch shopping together um the delivery fee is ridiculous he only lives three blocks away so he wants them to carry the couch um home and then there's a whole other thing about how the salesman um at first thought they were a couple and then when found out they weren't he was like oh that makes sense or something um and then like ross wants to figure out what that means. And this is where Rachel calls him a loser, because he reveals that he counted how many times they had sex when they were together. Which,
1: 298, how long were they together?
0: Look, they, they had a lot of sex. I think we knew this. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Um,
1: but I, I'm just curious, how long? Didn't we say, like, four months or something?
0: Oh, I thought it was longer than that. Okay. Um, Yeah. I don't but know. yeah,
1: it does seem like... Very, very I don't know weird that someone would count how many times. Yeah,
0: yeah. What if I revealed that I had That's been a
1: keeping count? Cre- ca- <laughs> creepy, creepy thing.
0: <laughs> um okay, friends and mothers, how long were Ross and Rachel together? Do that research for us, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Um, so uh then we're outside of the perk, and um, an actress I immediately recognized, although I had to look up her name, named Nicole Robinson. Oh,
1: she looked familiar. Um,
0: is smoking a cigarette and puts it out on a tree, yeah. and Phoebe uh, um, pretends to be a cop to like get her to apologize to the tree, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the reason I recognized her, again, not by name, but um, on the West Wing, she was Leo's secretary, yeah. Margaret. Yes. And she tells, a like a joke, like, a joke joke. That is one of my favorite jokes of all time because it's so cute uh, when she says, um, Why do they only eat one egg for breakfast in France? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, in France, an oof. one egg is enough. Yeah.
1: yeah,
0: it's enough. <laughs> uh, so I immediately recognized, like, Oh, that's Margaret. Uh, but yeah, her name is Nicole Robinson. Nicole spelled capital N, capital C. Nicole Robinson. Huh,
1: okay. Yeah. Nicole.
0: Yeah, Nicole Robinson. Uh, so yeah, Phoebe tends to be a cop. Uh, meanwhile, Ross and Rachel are trying to bring the couch up the stairs, and Ross is barking orders, and and they drop the couch uh, at the boys' apartment. Chandler tells Phoebe he's that she's got to take the badge back. She admits she's drunk with power. He's like, you can get arrested for imperson- impersonating a cop. Um, um, that reminds me of on the on Todd Glass's podcast. Todd Glass played a cop on the. The Sarah Silverman Show or Sarah Silverman Project, whatever that show was called. Okay. Sarah Silverman Program, I think it might have been called. Anyway, and he said he liked, like, getting dressed before going to set on the days because he liked people thinking he was a cop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so I don't think he ever crossed the line into, if someone had asked him, he would have said, oh, no, I'm an actor. But he just liked being out in the police (laughs) uniform. What do you think,
1: if you had to wear a uniform, what would it be?
0: Wait. I, what What is the scenario?
1: In any scenario, I'm asking you if you had to be in any uniform of any profession, what would it be?
0: And I would have to just live my life in this uniform.
1: Yes. Well,
0: it would have to be someone respected, and that's not a cop.
1: But don't you want to think about like the comfort level as well? No. No.
0: Oh. I like to look nice, so maybe like airline pilot. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. You have a hat, maybe?
0: Yeah, and you got, like, the... Like a suit? Well, you, they have the jacket with the, like... They have gold bands around the, the, the okay. wrist of the jacket, right? Okay. Are, are you, am I picturing that it sounds right? right. Um, yeah, and you have the hat. Yeah, I like a suit, so I'd get it tailored. And yeah. people would be like, oh, that guy's an airline pilot. Okay. No one dislikes airline pilots, right?
1: Yeah, I guess
0: not. Yeah. What um, about you? Well, You go I've, for comfort?
1: I've thought about this, and although... I don't really have any interest to be in the medical profession I would like to wear scrubs all the time yeah (laughs) I think it'd be fun
0: (laughs) I remember when I was in high school my friend Stephanie um uh, I I, I guess I remember this because it's like an insight into like uh, for a young me like into how like uh, girl's lives and whatever my friend stephanie said she wished that like cigarette girl were still a job uh-huh. because she would want to wear that cute outfit cute, every day yeah. but then my friend jamie was like but you know you have to wear it every day like even if you feel bloated or like yeah. whatever yeah. and i was like oh, i never would have thought of like yeah. of that
1: that's why like uh, scrubs is like you could eat a burrito and then go to work and feel fine
0: and also respected
1: and respected. yeah yeah, I even think though, I think you got
0: the right one with scrubs.
1: Even though, like, you're not supposed to wear scrubs anywhere except in the facility because, like, you shouldn't be like on the subway in scrubs because it's right. supposed to be hygienic. Yeah, and sterile.
0: I, years ago, I had. Do you remember? Many years ago, for Halloween, I went as um, Rob Corddry's character from uh, Children's, Children's Hospital, Hospital, where I yeah. had like the nose yeah. and blood all over my scrub. I bought scrubs and put like fake blood all over them. Yeah. Um, But I still had scrub pants. Yeah. And they're surprisingly warm, the scrub pants. Like, they're comfy and warm. And so sometimes when I would walk our dog Jack in the morning during the winter, when it was like 40 degrees, 45 degrees out, I would wear scrubs just to walk around the neighborhood and didn't think anything of it. And then, like, two years later, one of our neighbors, I was, like, chatting with him, and he was like, so you're a nurse, right? (laughs)
1: That's really funny.
0: Yeah. Um, But now I have nice... Uh, I have a nice pair of sweatpants for cold walks. And you also bought me a pair of, like, uh, track pants or running pants or whatever yeah. that have the St. Louis Blues logo on them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I don't wear scrubs around anymore. No <laughs> yeah. more stolen valor for me. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. Was just, like, walking around our neighborhood. Um, anyway, completely forgot where I was. Uh,
1: I could just get some scrubs and wear them around the house. Yeah. Right?
0: Okay. Yeah, you could do that. Um,
1: Friends and mothers, would you advise me (laughs) to buy a pair of scrubs and wear them as if I'm in the medical profession?
0: Yeah. Um, So Joey comes home and Monica is cooking in the kitchen and and wants him to take a sip of her soup or whatever. I made soup today. Um, And uh, he's awkward about it. So they, like, Joey or Monica and Chandler confront him. He, like, finally admits about his dream and how he thinks he's in love with monica i'm in love with monica i'm moving out (laughs) or whatever um and they aren't bothered by it in fact they think like maybe this just means you want you don't want monica specifically you just want what Chandler and monica have you want a loving relationship yeah um so this is that this becomes joey's uh mission for the rest of the episode um starting immediately because rachel because they say oh yeah they mention like part of the reason we're so close is cuz we were friends first for so long. So Rachel comes over and immediately gets a, a how you how you doing. Yeah. Um but it, that's funny but also Jennifer Aniston is very funny where she like sees Joey looking at her weird and she's like what's up Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. Um Phoebe is continuing to uh pretend to be a cop. She uh Yells at Michael Rapaport, the yep. great actor Michael Rapaport. Yep. Um,
1: uh, um, I think like is, we could say like great human, Michael Rapaport.
0: Yeah, he really is. Yeah, because um, he's yeah a great actor, and he also like he directed a really good documentary about tribe called Quest, but also politically he's, he's very outspoken yeah. and yes. very much on our side, and then also. Um, He used to come, when I worked at the Arclight, he used to come in sometimes uh, and was very nice. Yeah. Um, And I think, don't take, I want to say that I could be mixing up with someone else, but I want to say he was part of like a Big Brother type program and would take kids like to the movies. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think he's a really good person and human and if anything happens where something is revealed, let's pretend we never had this conversation. (laughs) Um, Also, he's a huge Real Housewives fan of all Mm. the different franchises, and yeah. he's often um, yeah. hanging out with A- Andy Cohen, yeah. talking Gavin, Gavin yeah. Housewives.
0: Um, I loved, at first uh, I think the first time I knew who Michael Report was was in um, uh, Mighty Aphrodite, which I know, Woody Allen movie that's like, whatever. What year but was that? Mighty Aphrodite, I'm gonna guess is 95. Let me okay. look it up.
1: I, I think the first time I saw him was
0: Oh, okay. 95,
1: yes Okay, it was a movie It was like a college life movie It was like a drama Do you remember this?
0: A drama about college life? Like school ties or something?
1: It was kind of like that, yeah
0: um, Yeah, I don't know um,
1: I think he played a Nazi
0: Oh, yeah is that School Ties? I think- it's
1: not School Ties. Okay. But it's something like, like, un- university. Okay. Oh, my gosh.
0: Wait, is it higher education or higher learning? Higher learning. Higher learning, yeah.
1: Okay, higher learning.
0: And that's, that might be, okay, so let's... That,
1: that has to be around 95. That yeah. might
0: be 94, because that was, Higher Learning was the movie that John Singleton made after, right. um, after,
1: uh... 95. Okay, so we both learned of him yeah. in 95. Higher after
0: um, Boys in the Hood. Yep. But then, of course, I then later, of course, saw um, True Romance. And I've seen that multiple times. Okay. But I I didn't see that until I was a little bit older. Uh, so, yeah, 95. Um, yeah, yeah the I Higher Learning. really and liking this movie. Yeah. ID. Also, apparently, he's in the Basketball Diaries. I haven't seen that since it was new. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it's funny that like he played a Nazi in Higher Learning. He's a skinhead is how he's kn- credited in Basketball Diaries. Like, And then... So like some people were casting him as a tough guy, but then Woody Allen repeatedly cast him as like a lovable but very dumb buffoon. Lo- yeah, so in Mighty Aphrodite he has a line about because um, he, he's like an ex boxer who's like punch drunk, but he's like a failed boxer. But he says something like he's like I was a boxer. He's like he's like I had I had ten fights and I won, ton- I, won I won all of them but eight uh, or something like that. <laughs> and then in Small Town Small Time Crooks I think another Woody Allen movie. Um, they're like tunneling it's because they're like trying to rob a bank and they're tunneling under the bank and they've got like hard hats with lights in the front so they can tunnel under the bank okay. but Michael Ravaport even though the light is in the front insists on wearing his backwards because it looks cooler
1: <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's blinded by this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um anyway uh feel bad talking but look I think it's disingenuous to pretend that just because someone like Woody Allen is a, a creep that well, they more than yeah creep. <laughs> yeah but it's whatever reason someone has been scandal, I think it's disingenuous to pretend that they their their art was bad because that then says that like it equates like well someone made a good art and they're a good person lots of good art right. is made by bad people yes. you know
1: yes. Roman Polanski but yeah Woody yeah. Allen Louis
0: C.K. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: Pablo Picasso yeah
1: yeah they're all bad Bach
0: Yeah. All right. Um, So far off. So, yeah, Micron Report's there. Uh, There's a very funny thing here um, where he starts questioning her about being a cop, and she starts supplying all this information from NYPD Blue, and she says, like, uh, she works with Detective Sivowitz, Sivowitz, and and he's... um, Going through a hard time because his partner died. <laughs> and then Microfort letting on that he uh, gets what she's doing yeah. says something about, like, tell some books to hang in there. I hear the kid from Silver Spoons is pretty good, which is Ricky Schroeder if- got cast on NYPD Blue. I'm guessing around this time. Yes, yes, yes. But I remember, like, I remember all, it, it took me back because I remember all of that. Um, that would be a fun rewatch, NYPD Blue. I mean, I would rewatch his. It wasn't a show I watched all of, but I was aware of it and would watch it sometimes. But it was just mm-hmm. like also such a, like NYPD Blue and ER were so like just in the in the zeitgeist. They were so yeah. zeitgeisty mm-hmm. that it'd be fun to watch NYPD Blue, you know, separated from all the like scandal of like, oh, they showed Sipwitz's butt or whatever, which seems so t- tame now. Which speaking of things, sorry. We haven't recorded in so long. We forgot to mention R.I.P. Sinead O'Connor, the great Mm -hmm. Sinead O'Connor. And this is a television related podcast. And her sort of most famous moment was on Saturday Night Live, where she tore up a picture of the Pope in protest of uh, church sexual abuse. And then everyone, you know hated her for it, and less than 10 years later everyone knew what she was talking about, but I don't think she ever got the, like, apology or the, you know, that she that she deserved, but um, uh, I was tying that into what I was saying, but I don't remember what it was now. What was I even talking about? Um, Oh, yeah, so NYPD Blue, and the idea that, like, uh, a network show showing a a male character's butt would be, like, a big deal is hilarious, but also I was thinking about that with the Schneider Counter thing too. Like if if a musician on SNL tore up a picture of the Pope today, like I don't think it'd be that big a deal. Like, and maybe it's because of the scandal, maybe. but also because like media is kind of like striated. So like, the Fox News people who maybe would get worked up about that, but then I feel like a lot of Fox News people are also anti-Catholic. But maybe I'm just equating Fox News people with the KKK, which doesn't seem like I that mean, big of yeah, a, <laughs> a leap. It's um, trash, but. Uh, Anyway, it just seems strange that that was such a scandal. Like, everyone, in 1992, everyone really cared about the Pope. Who cares about the Pope?
1: Yeah. Fuck the Pope. Yeah. Right? Fuck the
0: police. Fuck, fuck the, the pope. police. Fuck the Pope. Yeah. Uh, fuck the Catholic Church. Yeah. Um, Fuck Fox News. Yeah, fuck Fox News while we're at it. Fuck the KKK, obviously. Fuck the Nazis, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so uh, where was I? (laughs) We're way off. So she throws his badge away and runs. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Phoebe throws his badge away and runs. Um, Rachel uh, is in the apartment gathering gathering up rope and a hammer to help help ross with his uh couch project yeah and joey hits on her again she does the like what's going on joe or yeah. whatever and um uh i had the thought like because you know my my ship for this show is joey and phoebe so right. i was like joey should be hitting on phoebe but he addresses that which yeah. we'll get to in funniest moments yeah um but rachel kind of like talks him talks him down you know uh you need to like establish a friendship first not hit on your existing friends or whatever um so back at the at ross's stairwell um rachel brought chandler to help um (laughs) and he's not a big help ross drew a diagram of how it's gonna work i like the joke
1: that like the ongoing joke that like chandler is the worst friend and like everyone's least favorite
0: (laughs) yeah um yeah uh Here's what bothered me about this. So the whole thing about them not being able to get the couch up the stairs. But just, like, looking at the couch and yeah. looking at the stairs, I'm like, there's no reason this shouldn't work. Yeah. These people are idiots or they're faking yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah. Um. I guess I kind of had the same thing with, like, a few weeks ago with Ross's leather pants when they were, like, stuck down. I was like, it doesn't look there's convincing. Like, no, yeah. you could get those up. Yeah. it looked like they came up. so yeah I was getting kind of irritated with the the couch thing um, meanwhile Joey comes home he tried to establish a friendship with a girl but that <laughs> idea of a man a good looking man like Joey wanting to do that was such a turn on that he ended up having a threesome with her and her roommate
1: yeah
0: <laughs> um uh, then across the hall, Joey shows up with a pizza that he found, <laughs> found on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then Michael Rutherford shows up and Joey thinks that he's there <laughs> to arrest him for stealing a pizza. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we. my first thought was, how did he know where, like, to find yeah. her? But he, like... Um,
1: Uncovered her last he, known address.
0: He dusted for fingerprints. Yeah, then... Her, she's in the system, obviously, because she's been arrested before. Yeah. And the last known address, so I guess her current address is not with the system. So her last known address is when she was living with Monica. Yeah. Uh, so he shows up there. Um, it's weird she never says, I don't live here anymore. Uh, but I guess they go on a date. She, he asks her out, they go on a date. I'm sure she explains all Wait, of that.
1: This always bothers me, but he says, like, I'll pick you up in a few hours. Like, what does that mean? Like, give me a time to be ready.
0: Well, he said a couple hours, which is two hours.
1: But exactly? like. Yeah. Okay. If
0: I said I'll pick you up in a couple hours, I mean exactly two hours from now. I mean 6.56 p.m. I guess that wouldn't be clear to me. Okay. Well, a couple... People talk about the word... I know a couple... (laughs) A couple means two. It doesn't mean the same as a few.
1: A few is vague. But he didn't say, I'll be right back here in two hours, be ready... It was, like, more, like, casual, like, pick you up in a couple hours. Like, was he looking at his watch to know exactly what time it was?
0: Yeah, he was. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, friends and mothers is the word couple-specific.
1: I know what it means, too. I just don't know that he...
0: But, I mean, I I know that you know what it means. What I'm saying is, like, in... In the parlance of our times, <laughs> um, do people use the word "couple" vaguely? Because I don't, okay. but maybe I'm wrong.
1: I think I think people do.
0: Um, okay, is the word "couple" always specific? Yeah. Okay, and then uh, so that's kind of the end of the episode. So we get a little tag at the end. Well, kind of a tag at the end with Ross trying to return the uh, couch that he has cut in half. Yeah. Because yeah, they were trying to get the couch up the stairs and Chandler got pinned behind the couch and it got stuck between the wall and the railing. and they couldn't move it. So I guess this is the reveal that this is how they got Chandler out, was cutting that couch in half. Ross tries to return it. And then for the second time in the history of the show I was watching the show on max or h b o max max whatever uh it cut off the and yeah. so that, let us know yeah. what's yeah what is the joke at the end of that episode because yeah. max cut it off yeah. um uh, okay um, end of episode okay. So that's the whole episode. Do we uh, are there any other stray observations, or should we move on to funniest moments?
1: I didn't know where to put this, but the idea that they would all be bad tippers is not surprising. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is exactly where that goes. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yes. Like not surprising at all.
1: The fact that like Phoebe was like they're
0: so self-involved
1: finding coins, and everyone is just like yeah okay, and like. They don't usually tip as a group, right? Like, you get your coffee and then you tip at the counter.
0: I know, yeah. They were treating it like a restaurant where they got their bill at yeah. the end. That's true. Just I didn't think like, about It that. was
1: just sloppy to set up the joke about Phoebe finding the badge. But yeah. I thought it was sloppy. But in in true character fashion of them being oblivious,
0: absolutely selfish yeah. bad tippers. Yeah, I love it. Funniest moments?
1: Okay. okay. I have quite a few.
0: So do I. But I will go first as is my... Job, okay. um, uh, and I'm going to go chronologically. We like, we love Ross. We love David Schwimmer doing physical comedy. Oh, yeah. There's a part of him uh, testing out the couch before he buys it, where he like comes home and does like a sad flop onto the couch, which yeah. you can, I can easily imagine him like coming home from a bad day at work yeah. or a bad date and being like. Doing his Eeyore thing yeah. and flopping on the couch, and yeah. I like that he knows himself well enough to know, like, well, this is something I'm going to be using this couch totally. for.
1: Totally, <laughs> it's very Paul Rudd, What Hunt American Summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, when Phoebe says to the woman, I forgot her name already. You can't put your cigarette out on a tree. Yeah, I can. It worked real well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Nicole Robinson. Yeah. Um. um when Monica and Chandler confront Joey about why he's acting weird, he says, "I kind of had a dream, but I don't want to talk about it." <laughs> and Chandler says, "What if Martin Luther King said that?"
1: <laughs> that was in mine as well. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. In um, in Joey's like uh, like dream fantasy of Monica, they're doing a crossword puzzle, and. Um, she's like, not a dog, but, uh, and he gets cat. Like, yeah. that's his, like, version of yeah this challenging crossword yeah. puzzle.
0: Because I love that he, like, thinks for a second, gets it, and then she's like, oh, you're so smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Rachel, uh, when she's collecting goods to help uh, Ross move his couch, she asks, um, uh, Chandler, do you guys have a tape measure? And he says, "Yeah, it's actually in my bedroom." And then she and Mo- he and Monica share like a naughty little laugh.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like uh, this wasn't the only penis-sized joke, <laughs> because like when Ross-, Ross did like a drawing to kind of demonstrate how the couch was going to be, and I guess his stick figure like. It looked as though he drew like a big penis on himself in the stick figure, but it was his arm. Yeah. Usually they're not was... so body in this show, but. I
0: don't know. They've done that. Like, yeah. Remember the stupid thing where, like, Rachel was, like, drawing a picture of, like, erogenous zones?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, that's all good. Okay. That's,
1: all, right. all right. They they peppered in.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, we You already talked a little bit about um, Sipowitz. Do you know Sipowitz?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um,. When 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 Joey is telling Rachel why he's been hitting mm-hmm. on her, he's like the whole thing about like having a relationship with your friends, he said, I asked myself, who are my friends? You and Phoebe. And I saw you first, so...
1: <laughs> yeah. In that same scene where he's trying to convince her... Um, I think you're going to take he my goes, next one. He goes, I'll treat you real nice, as he pulls out a chair. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, my last one is also Joey-related. When he... <laughs> When he thinks Michael Rappaport is there to arrest him for stealing a pizza. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He hides the pizza under the couch and then sits down and very fastly intently tries to chew the pizza that's currently in his mouth. Yeah,
1: I had the quick chewing in there. Yeah. Um I know this was like supposed to be annoying, but I did think it was funny and annoying how Ross was screaming, pivot, pivot, pivot. pivot! I feel
0: like So we talk about I talk about things like being in the zeitgeist or whatever, like I definitely knew
1: You know the pivot.
0: I didn't know the joke. I knew that there was something about Ross yelling pivot, but I didn't know that he was pronouncing it all weird. Pivot! Pivot!
1: pivot.
0: <laughs> and then Chandler's like, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> yeah. uh, you have any more?
1: Uh, no.
0: Alright, let's go on to make it fashion. Uh, surprisingly not a super fashionable episode, but I did like Monica's white uh, Harlem zip-up hoodie, okay, yeah. which is when... Um, Joey admits that he doesn't find her attractive. Yeah. she's It's supposed to be like a good thing, yeah. but then he, she's like, well, I'm wearing sweats. It's because
1: I'm wearing sweats, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Joey looks great in a turtleneck, as usual. Um, quick props to the props department. Um, slash muzzle to the magno. The first one is Joey, your agent called. Yeah. And then the second one is just like a target. Like a bullseye,
0: yeah. Yeah. i started looking. Finally, catching yeah. up to you. I've started reading those. Yeah, Joey, your agent called. Uh, also, in the bro, I mentioned Gunther. Um, also, Monica's cooking it multiple times in the oh, episode. Yes. Yes, There's yes, a whole yes. thing where she's chopping up veggies. On. I'm going to ask you. She's cooking at Chandler and Joey's place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I think she brought her cutting board.
1: Oh, it's a nice one. It was like a
0: nice big okay. like cutting board.
1: She had like far too many vegetables like she didn't have enough room for cutting like all of the vegetables were just on the cutting board and i thought that 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 was like no props to the props department yeah she would know better Uh, than to do that
0: i know i've um i think i've told you before like when i've been hinting about like birthday or christmas presents that like a nice like Professional kitchen level, like cutting board, like that is something that I would love, but you are a little icked out about wooden cutting boards?
1: Yes. Yeah. Bacteria. So if I got one for you, it would just be meat.
0: Or it would just be for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. right. Um, Okay, so we're under the umbrella. We get um, a Phoebe. Oh, no. When I think she's discovered by Michael Rapaport. Oh, right! Hey, when he when
0: he pulls out the siren and yeah. realizes he's, he's a cop. Yeah, I
1: think that's when she does it. And then we get a how you doing? Obviously, yeah. Um, we get a Monica. I know, because Chandler tells her you're so cute, or we're so cute. <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs>
1: um, the idea of uh, Phoebe's like checkered past. She has like a friend on the America's Most Wanted list named Fritzy. She's also like has. A lot of like criminal past, I guess, that Michael Rappaport will unearth. Yeah. Um, Oh, the idea of like being kind of pervy with friends. Um, Yeah. 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 Joey's like pervy to all of his female friends, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess Phoebe kind of escapes it just.
1: But he alludes Just to, like... she has her she own been, and, yeah. But the, like, <laughs> yeah. the assumption is she would have been easier to get. Yeah,
0: yeah, he says, I wish I saw Phoebe first.
1: Yeah, and she would have been, because she would love dating Joey. She likes Joey, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, also, Monica being freakishly strong, so, like, they're disappointed that Chandler's there. <gasps> right, that's right. Because Monica would definitely be able to... Yeah. ...not only strategize how to do it well, but actually do it, because she's freakishly strong.
0: Yeah. Um... I sincerely hope that this wasn't a one-off for Michael Rapaport, that he and Phoebe date, um, and that he is a recurring character for the rest of the season, maybe. I would love that, Um, even though, you know, obviously all cops are bastards um, and everything. But uh, he's fictional, so it's okay. Yeah. On that note, should we take a quick break?
1: Yes. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC.
0: And we're back and we are ready to talk about season five, episode 16 of How I Met and Your Mother, Hooked. they take it away.
1: Okay. So uh, Ted is talking to his kids about um, usually being a starry-eyed romantic, but um, in this story, he's actually a jerk. And he's a jerk because he's trying to lure a date. And then um, it's basically like the concept of luring a date by something that's like slightly interesting, but not so interesting that it takes the, I don't know, the... it, can, that it
0: overtakes the focus on sex.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So we get some examples like a slot Barney gives some examples of a slot machine and that backfired a trampoline also backfired um and then the best bait around is a teacup pig which we don't really know what like how the pig ends up where where they got this pig who is going to take care of this pig
0: yeah it's Barney Barney got the pig so yeah he's probably gonna take it to his work and it's gonna be Experimental or something.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, Ted borrows the teacup pig, and um, his date, he's trying to lure Carrie Underwood. Yeah. Um, Her name is Tiffany. Yeah. Yeah. And then Tiffany lets on that, um, well, he tries to kiss her. Well, first, it works. Like, she's, like, so enchanted by this teacup pig, and then Ted...
0: uh, Friends and Mothers report from the studio here It worked on Natalie too Oh god,
1: this was tough This was real tough um,
0: Would you have slept with Josh Radner Absolutely to, to be able to cuddle that pig
1: I would have slept with Josh Radner regardless <laughs> <laughs> um, and He seems like a good guy also.
0: Josh Radner, not yeah. Ted though
1: Not Ted, no, no, no
0: Ted's a, He's a real Ross
1: Yeah um so uh okay yeah he goes in for the kiss and she's like oh i would like to but i have a boyfriend um and then he's back in mclaren's and he tells the gang what happened and they say you're um you're on the hook and they're like what is that and it's basically like someone is like kind of like i hate this term but like friend zoning you like you're kind of like
0: but always but leaving dangling, the possibility.
1: Yes. yes. So yes, I understand the hook is like there's always like a dangling chance. Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance kind of thing. Yeah. Um. And then Marshall gets a flashback. He's been on the hook before, back in Saint Cloud, Minnesota. Um, he's a like a teen with braces. Yeah. And leave. it reminded
0: me of like pen 15 because it's like, yeah, it's actually Jason Siegel playing a teen, but then the girl is like an it's actual 13 year old girl, tween, <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and Lisa breaks his heart, he's out in the snowstorm and yeah. trying to sing her a song, and she just kind of like walks past him he and falls
0: asleep in the snow. He could have lost him to,
1: to die, basically. He could have lost
0: extremities,
1: yeah. Um, so Tiffany says to Ted, "Like I can't be with you right now," and that's the classic catchphrase of, yeah. of a hooker, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we learn that um, Lily has been leaving, uh, has been hooking Scooter, yeah. who works in the cafeteria, and Marshall's like, "What are you talking about?" And then she's like, yeah, I told you. But it turned out it was like a miscommunication because she kept saying lunch lady scooter. And in Marshall's mind, it was like a little like automatic, or, like wheelchair type.
0: Something for the lunch ladies to get around. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, Marshall, this was very much like a threes company type, like miscommunication. Yeah. Like, oh, you should hop on that scooter yeah. and like.
0: I'd ride it till it, broke, I'd ride that it, broke, it broke, that, broke that thing in half. Yeah, Lily's yeah. just
1: like, huh. Um,
0: but I also, I don't know, I like that when he finds out, his first reaction is, You mean those ladies, those ladies have to walk everywhere?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Lily can't, Lily is right now in scooter and she hasn't been able to let him off the hook because he has such a like sad, sad face, sad yeah. eyes. Yeah. Um, he's still in love with her, so she says, like, oh, can't be with you right now. Um, Ted really doesn't want to give up with Tiffany, um, even though, like, Barney's trying to, like, talk him out of it, like, give up on her. She's never going to let you off the hook. And then he sees that her and all of her co-workers come in with their, like, wheelie... Um, yeah. Little
0: mini suitcases, wheelie ...suitcases, and yeah. it
1: turns out they are... Um, Pharmaceutical sales reps and Barney, um, talks about how pharmaceutical sales reps are the cutting edge profession for hot ladies. And then he goes through history, like starting with like cavemen, like hunter gatherers and then a nurse and then a stewardess. And then he's determined that it's now pharmaceutical sales reps. Um, There's lots of jokes about like Viagra and different pills. Um, let's see Um, Marshall is trying to help Lily um, unhook Scooter by practicing with the teacup piglet and Lily just can't (laughs) because the piglet's too cute Um, uh, Ted continues to be uh, cucked (laughs) By Tiffany. <laughs> so, um, like, they cuddle, they eat chocolate cake, and he rubs her feet. And th- those were, like, the three things yeah. that um, you do when you're hooked. Um, uh, Robin makes the point, like, we've all been hooked and we've all been hook- the, hook- the hooker. Yeah. And Ted's like, no, I haven't. And then... He definitely has with Henrietta.
0: Who works at the library at his college. Who works at the
1: library at his college.
0: And is played by Catherine Reitman, the daughter of uh, director Ivan Reitman. Oh, who directed, like, Ghostbusters and
1: stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. I could see the resemblance, yeah. actually. Yeah.
0: Once you know that, it's... Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah. True to form. Um, Which, of they, course,
0: means her brother, then, is Jason Reitman, who directed, like, Juno. and Right. right and also right. some some good good movies, too. He made Juno and Thank You for Smoking, but he also made good movies. Like, Young Adult. Okay. And Labor Day, which you hated.
1: <laughs> oh, I did hate Labor Day.
0: <laughs> I liked it, though.
1: Um, okay, so yeah, with Henrietta, he's been cuddling, eating cake, and um, she's been rubbing his feet. Yeah. Um, oh, and also Robin has been doing it with the camera guy, Mike, at her yeah. work. Yeah. Which is so creepy, because he's like...
0: Yeah, doing uh, it meaning hooking, not, yes, not yeah. doing it the way that yes. Ross and Rachel did 298
1: times. Yes, so he's been... <laughs> Cuddle, cuddling up to her making her cake rubbing her feet and then also doing her laundry yeah um and she's selfishly wants to keep him on the hook
0: at least until he finishes washing her delicates
1: yeah um so Ted goes over to Henrietta she has she creates like a, a fancy spread with like an ice sculpture <laughs> and like all kinds of seafood yeah um and then her parents are there to like meet Ted yeah um, but then uh, Ted gets a call from Tiffany asking him to be her date for a wedding. And he gets, like, all dressed up for the wedding and shows up and is excited to be the date. And she stumbles in with the um, man of...
0: The best man. The best man, yeah. man of honor. Yeah. <laughs> the best man.
1: And his name is Jack, right? And then turns out Jack is hooking... Tiffany.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? And then um, we get more of Marshall and Lily with the teacup pig. Um, let's see. So, yeah, it's a whole – so we learn that the it's a whole different cycle because Jack is hooking Tiffany, who's hooking Ted, who's hooking Henrietta, and um, – Ted storms out of Tiffany's place and says, like, I'm not going to take this anymore. He accidentally grabs Jack's um, jacket, which had the ring in it because he's the best man. He shows up at Henrietta's door with the intention of, like, unhooking her completely and breaking her heart. But he's, like, kneeled because the ring falls. And then she opens the door and it looks like he's proposing and she thinks it's a proposal. Her parents are there again. And then he does break her heart. He tells her the truth. Um, and then Robin uh, is going to unhook Mike, but not until he washes her other load right. of laundry. Right. Um, and then there was like a part at the end where at McLaren's and um, Barney is saying like, okay, he's going to come up with a new hot girl profession Something that they haven't even considered yet. It might be like futuristic or space exploration.
0: He specifically says uh, an intergalactic communications officer. And uh, for Star Trek fans, he's specifically—it's oh. its Uhura, Nichelle Nichols' character. Oh, um, no. it, that's what, that was her job, was communications officer on USS Enterprise. So Got it is. It. I think it's supposed to be a little in joke for Star Trek fans.
1: Okay, I didn't get that. And then it turned out that he was given a purple pill, which am I supposed to know what that is? I don't think so.
0: Okay. I mean, I didn't. Okay. Friends friends and mothers, do you know?
1: What the purple pill is? I know the blue pill is Viagra, right? The little blue pill, and then I don't know what purple is. But I thought it was like a sleeping pill, like Lunesta or something, but he wasn't sleepy. He was just like...
0: It was like a muscle relaxer, maybe? Maybe. Or maybe it was like an antidepressant?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. This is a good call to action. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and that's it. Uh,
0: Okay. A few other... um, just stray observations. I thought it was funny that, um, or it just caught my attention that Barney at one point refers to his penis as a disco stick because that's like right, right, right. we've been. Do we do the top five songs and yeah. like uh, Lady Gaga is anyway? Uh, there was I, in 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 Barney's sort of like flashback of hottest professions mm-hmm. when it gets to the flight attendant as hot, or stewardess, as they were known at the time, yeah. hot, like, flashback, I think it's supposed to be a specific, like, Mad Men reference. Well, it's
1: supposed to be, like, like Pan Pan Am style. Right,
0: but I, I guess I'm just saying when this episode aired, Mad Men was, like, between seasons three and four, it was, like, oh, very, okay. So I think, like, the fact that people were smoking on the airplane and, okay. and stuff like that, I do think it's supposed it's to like be... Like a nod, too. Like a nod. or But it's also possible that I just had Mad Men on the brain because um... Do you remember the short-lived two-season Showtime show Huff, where Hank Azaria was a, a therapist? No.
1: Um,
0: well, in season one, there's a storyline where he uh, cheats on his wife, Paget Brewster. Who would, who would dare? Who would, uh yeah. Cheats on his wife, Paget Brewster, with a pharmaceutical rep played uh, by January Jones. Right, right. So I already have uh, Madman okay. on the brain. Okay. Um, and then, oh, go ahead. Because I have one other thing that just seems strange.
1: Well, I had a thought and I don't remember. I wrote, there was a, um, someone said something about driving a LeBaron convertible. Right. And then I thought of Seinfeld and myself and because had, I too yeah. had a when I first started 1986 dating you. LeBaron convertible. Yeah. yeah. Not John Voigt's car. No, but you it we're was, not
0: driving around in John It's it the car. same thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that occurred to me, this is super nitpicky.
1: Okay.
0: Jack. Is the best man, yeah. so it makes sense that he would have the ring in his pocket. Right. Except he would have a wedding ring in his pocket, not an engagement ring. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's weird that it's like yeah. because it should be just a band. It shouldn't have a a, a diamond. And in it, it
1: shouldn't just be like
0: <laughs> loose in the pocket, loose it,
1: like a <laughs> loose diamond.
0: Jack's obviously not a good guy. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, should we move on to funniest moments? Yeah. What do you got?
1: Um. When Marshall says to Lily, he's trying to, like, coach her into unhooking Scooter, um, Marshall brings out the teacup pig and says, tell this teacup pig there's no way I could ever be with you. And then Lily goes, teacup pig, there is no way I could ever be with you, but this pig has its tongue out, and it's so cute, and I cried. (laughs) Because I wouldn't be able to look this pig in the face and say anything besides, I love you so much. Yeah. Give me all the kisses. This teacup pig is so cute. And we're anti-animal actor on the show. We love animals. We don't want them to be actors. Yeah. I don't like the way Marshall was holding this tiny pig. Not properly
0: supporting it. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. All right, sorry. Um, I, I, For some reason, normally I don't like... Uh, or I don't dislike but I don't find it especially funny when Barney is being like gross or or whatever but um I and I wrote this down exactly because I just loved his uh the wording and his delivery uh when he's talking about all the fun he's going to have with uh, that he, want, he wants Ted to have with him with the pharmaceutical reps. He says, side effects may include loss of clothing, rug burns, shortness of breath, and sore abdominals in the next morning. What in the world is up? And then goes up for a high five. It did me laugh.
1: It was good. You did laugh. Um, yeah. I like the the vagueness of um, want to see my rap poster. So for Marshall, <laughs> that, that is... Um, that is the, um, the bait, I guess, is like a rap poster.
0: Just a rap poster. Just a rap poster. When he, when he first said it, I thought he said a rat, like R-I-T-T, the That's, band Rat.
1: But then when Lily said I was into Wu-Tang, yeah, yeah. so I'm like, oh, is it a Wu-Tang poster or just <laughs> like a
0: rap poster? generic
1: like hip-hop rap artist? Yeah. Like, what? I don't...
0: <laughs> Hold on. I, I just want to Google image search the word rap, rap, rap poster, poster? Uh, and see... What comes up? Um, okay, here image search. Rap poster. Yeah, here's a poster with a bunch of rappers on it. Oh my it. god!
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: <laughs> that's probably what it was. It was uh, some sort of look. Here's a poster that has that's, like Biggie and Snoop Dogg and Eminem and Ice Cube and Easy E and Tupac. Dre and Tupac. Yeah. But then there's a one that has like I don't even know all these. Well? Jay Z's on there, and Ice Cube and Snoop Dogg and Dre and Eminem. Uh, run DMC. I'm sure. What do you see? I'm sure DMX oh. is on there somewhere. No, oh. that's not DMX. No. Uh, yeah, but there's is that too many people.
1: Andre.
0: Oh yeah, that's Andre three thousand. Yeah. Um, um. Anyway. So that's that must be what it was. Some sort of yeah, <laughs> generic I mean, rap poster. If you
1: want a good laugh, look just Google <laughs> image search rap poster. <laughs> rap poster yeah. First, the first one is pretty good.
0: Uh, my only other one.
1: I have one more. The
0: funniest moments. Um, and it's just a very small thing. But, well, so, so Ted comes over to Henrietta's and she's, like, prepared this enormous spread with the ice sculpture and everything. And then he runs out to go hang out with Tiffany. And when Henrietta's parents come out, they're holding plates of hors d'oeuvres. And I thought that was funny. That, that, <laughs> that is, was a nice little yeah. like, touch. they're
1: in the bathroom or in the bedroom. <laughs> they've already, like, like filled up a yeah. little hors d'oeuvre plate. Yeah. Um, that That is funny. Um, when Robin is saying, like, I've never... I've never hooked anyone. I've never been the hooker. And then is it Barney or Ted who says, you are Captain Hook.
0: <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And then she has a gross thing uh, about like, um, done
1: a, like,
0: like that basically women's vaginas are like spider traps and you're going to, or not spider traps, but like spider webs and you're going to occasionally bumping. catch something you don't want. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And she's done a lot and even of things, Lily of like, oh. but never for money. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, how I Met Your Mother, but make it fashion?
1: Oh, boy. Um, I mean, these
0: are always just, like, bad now.
1: Yeah. With so, friends,
0: it's, like, things I like.
1: Okay, so Robin had a very bad, like, fringe blue blouse, but she also had kind of a striped halter dress under a leather jacket, and it wasn't bad.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's okay.
1: the way to go. so high-low.
0: But, yeah, the, yeah, I think you, we might be talking about the, the first scene that Robin's in. She's wearing. I'm sure it's all like you said, well, one piece. But it looks like she's wearing, like a long sleeve V neck, jersey like t shirt, under a sequined tank top. That's
1: yeah, yeah. terrible. No, it's two pieces. It, there's no reason for it. There's no reason <laughs> to put those things together.
0: So, so is, there's hardly any reason for the sequined tank top to exist in the first place. Yeah. I. It, yeah, it's real. And then, yeah, I guess at one point, is not is Lily wearing um, a green thing that has, like, a f- green flowery collar? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's all right, I guess. Um,
1: uh, okay. Should we go on the umbrella?
0: I, I don't know where to put... Sometimes I put, like, non-fashion stuff with, I don't know, uh, props to the art director. I don't know if props is right. I'd never really looked at Ted and Robin's coffee table before. Hmm. Does it have an engraved? Like, I thought it was just a flat top, but I couldn't tell if there was something on the coffee table or if the coffee table has, like, an engravement.
1: Mm, I wasn't looking. It.
0: Okay.
1: I think because I'm, like, n- writing notes, so I miss little details. Like and I, that. that's that happens with, to yeah. me with
0: friends all the time. Yeah. Friends and mothers. Um,
1: tell us about that table.
0: Is the coffee table engraved? Um, oh, oh, yeah. What's under the umbrella?
1: Okay. Well, there's, like, some fat phobia. Yeah. Yep. Um, like,. Tiffany says something about, like, I used to be 100 pounds heavier. Just kidding. I've, I've always been hot. Yeah. And then also, like, I hated, um, like, someone introduces Barney to, like, the newest pharmaceutical rap and, like, she was older and not, like, hot. So Barney's like, never mind. This is not, like, the hottest profession anymore. Yeah. Very gross. Very gross. Bad humor. I hated it.
0: Yeah. Um... Only thing I have under oh, yeah, I had fat phobia and also just uh, we get another like Barney's version of history type of thing that's that's uh, that's yeah. a real running thing is, yeah and and whenever Barney tells a version of history all the people from the past all the men from the past are played by Barney
1: yeah um, we get a flashback to um, Saint Cloud Minnesota for Marshall right right um, we get Scooter back um, there are some high fives um, the aforementioned animal actors and. That's
0: it. Okay. Uh, well, let's move, move right into similarities between the two episodes.
1: Don't we play favorites first? No. Okay. We similarities. do similarities and okay. then favorites. Okay. Um, saying I love you <laughs> too soon. Uh, Joey says, like, I love.
0: <laughs> I'm in love with Monica. I'm in love moving with Monica. Yeah.
1: Um, Henrietta says I love you to Ted. Right. Right. Um, I have I have more.
0: The only one I have is like Ross ropes Rachel and Chandler into helping him move the couch in the same way that the people are rope that 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 Robin ropes Mike into doing her laundry for him for her okay. or whatever.
1: Okay. So getting
0: people to do stuff for you.
1: Okay. Um Yeah, like being creepy with friends. Mm-hmm. Um okay, tell me if this is a thing that would be a similarity. Um So, you know how, like, Marshall tells Lily to tell the teacup pig Uh something? Uh Phoebe tells the smoker to talk to the tree and apologize to it? So it's (laughs) talking to...
0: Specifically instructing others. Instructing others. others. Instructing... uh, I'm putting this down. Instructing (laughs) others to talk to...
1: It's not inanimate.
0: Things that can't... Understand. Understand or reply. <laughs> That's a good one.
1: Also, um, we <laughs> we get like um, little snippets of Phoebe's checkered pass. It turns out Robin also has a checkered pass of like doing things she's not proud of.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Okay. All right, should we play favorites?
1: Yeah. Three, two, one. Friends. friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, this episode was just hilarious. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: also, like... Dick joke. so disco stick, right. and then measuring yeah. dicks and yeah. drawing dicks.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. The Friends episode was was hilarious. Uh, the How I Met Your Mother episode, other than like, okay, uh, the, the couple of like sexist things that we and things that we talked about, I don't actually think this is a bad How I Met Your Mother uh, episode. It's just. Um, I feel sorry for a lot of the people in the episode. And that piglet. The piglet's great, yeah. Um,
1: no, I feel sorry for that piglet. Oh, but,
0: but it's also great.
1: But I love that piglet yeah. so much.
0: So, yeah, I, I think this was just a case of uh, how I met your mother just got beat, got, got outplayed this yeah. week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Friends just, friends wanted it more. Yeah. Friends left it all out there in the field. It. Yeah, brought their right A game. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's catch up on our correspondence. Ooh-hoo. So it's been a couple weeks. Um. So let me first see if anyone has uh said anything to me on X. Oh God. It's actually the 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 app logo actually changed. Uh, finally, it's X now. Um. Oh yeah, we do have a bunch. Okay. okay. This is going to take because we also have emails. I don't think we have any comments. Um. But what like what day do we even like record last?
1: Um, it was... Good question.
0: Yeah. Um...
1: When did you go to college? You went last...
0: I went on the 19th. So... Uh...
1: Maybe the 18th? Oh, no, no, no.
0: No, I think it was like the 16th or something. Okay. Um...
1: Yeah, it, okay. I think it was the 16th. Okay, so. <sighs> yeah, exactly two weeks ago.
0: Yeah, all right. Buckle in. Buckle up, strap in. That's what people say.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Jackson says, The where I Met Your Mother is the cutest show ever, thanks to Natalie, and I have nothing else to say this week.
1: <gasps> Thank you, Jackson. <laughs> Love
0: it. Um, let's see. Then I've got a bunch of Comic-Con tweets here. Um, people replying to my Comic-Con stuff. Um, And then there was definitely Jenny says "Uh, favorite Valentine's Day episode of a TV show has got to be I Love Lisa from The Simpsons. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's a great one. I I choo-choo-choose you.
0: you. Um, And then, okay, so that because we haven't read replies since like two weeks' worth of episodes. Okay. So that was Jackson's reply to that one, but Jackson's reply to the most Re- recent episode is that they also um, choose rabbit over duck. Uh, so...
1: At a restaurant?
0: Just in general, in rabbits general. are better than ducks. Uh, we saw
1: a tiny little bunny. Uh,
0: last night. yeah. Last driving night. to our friend's house. Yeah. Um, so Jackson's on Team Marshall, as as I am, um, but we all got our voted. Uh, Jackson also has a T-shirt... Uh, with grumpy, I'm guessing that means grumpy. Oh yeah, um, the dwarf, not the grumpy dwarf. cat. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's it. It has grumpy on it, and it says current mood grumpy. And they wear it unironically, and live. They live in Orlando, where you can't be ironic about Disney. Yeah, um, yeah. That it has grumpy on it. And it says current mood grumpy. <laughs> this is like an inside joke. Um, I saw uh, a
1: license plate this morning that was grumpy man.
0: Okay. I don't know. Uh, it's like me. It's like me before I've had my coffee. Good one. Right?
1: Yeah.
0: Don't even talk to me. But All right. first. Uh, but
1: first.
0: <laughs> Jackson also says, what's the make it fashion opinion on overalls? Because they've been wearing them a lot recently. Love them. You love overalls.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm fine with them. I, I have I think problem. they look
1: great on everyone. Okay. Yeah.
0: What do you wear under them?
1: Whatever you want.
0: I think that's going to be a big part of of the I
1: think you can get away with a a lot of things you can wear a ribbed tank top you can wear a turtleneck you can wear a baby tee
0: um
1: you can wear a crop top uh
0: I want to show you something if I can find it that is burned into my memory but I cannot find it.
1: You can wear them backwards? Yeah. I like cross colors, right?
0: Yeah. Oh well, I guess I'll never
1: Or crisscross rather?
0: Yeah. Uh come up with some more stuff cuz I'm trying to find it.
1: Okay. A... um you can wear it with a um I'm running out of <laughs> shirts. <laughs> Colored
0: yeah. shirt. I was trying to find a picture that I cannot find. You know, I was... Alter top. I was a boy, you know, a, a pubescent boy mm-hmm. before we all had access to the internet. Okay. And so occasionally getting your hands on a Playboy or the like...
1: Okay.
0: Um, uh, was always a big deal. And I very specifically remember a Playboy with a cover. Because obviously they're not... The women aren't naked on the cover, but they're like close to naked, whatever. When Tiffany Thiessen did Playboy, Uh, the cover uh was her wearing overalls and nothing else and kind of leaning over, so it's like, it was, you could almost see, almost see the whole like uh, boob or whatever. And for some reason that is like, for some reason, like I know why, (laughs) I was a 12 year old boy and it was like, that's Kelly Kapowski, like holy shit, this is like a dream come true. And it burned in, but I cannot find the picture. Um, I guess friends and mothers if you want to be a, a creepy no, I on the can, internet I can find, <laughs> find the picture
1: Um. okay yeah
0: I don't know I tried play, Tiffany Thiessen Playboy I tried Tiffany Thiessen overalls Thieson.
1: Playboy cover
0: yeah maybe no, see there's an FHM cover
1: Playboy. I
0: don't know maybe it's been wiped from the internet Maybe it definitely has not been wiped from my brain
1: um
0: yeah Yeah, there's no Playboy cover.
1: I see... I don't see overalls.
0: Oh, well. Oh, well. It happened. It was...
1: I don't think it exists.
0: Okay. Uh, Charles, who has not written in a a while... um, Oh, is
1: this it? I can't tell if that's...
0: That's not what I'm picturing, but maybe I'm, like, maybe I've, like, conflated it with something else in my mind. Um, Anyway, so Charles says, okay, from a while back, but fuck you two, marry Coldplay, kill Arcade Fire. (gasps) Really? Uh, uh, And he says, not just for ethical reasons, but musically, too, because, you know, one of the Arcade Fire brothers. I started getting offended
1: because I thought he was saying, like, Fuck
0: you two, no, like yeah. the two of us. Yeah, fuck the two of us. No, fuck you too, Mary. Coldplay, Killer, Kid, Fire, and he's referencing that. I I don't want to say I can't remember if it's Win or Will Butler. One of the butlers okay. was like me too, essentially. Okay, um, but Charles does love Reflector, which is like interesting choice to be the one Arcade <clears throat> Fire song. I happen to like reflect, reflect, Reflector too. Mm-hmm. My my feeling is that like the average Arcade Fire mega fan reflector is not top of their list it's something from like the first couple albums you know from from the suburbs or from uh what was the first funeral is that the first funeral yeah album which we have on vinyl somewhere um okay so that's tweets but we definitely also have emails so um it's just been a busy Couple of weeks of of, of people. Uh,
1: well, next time we record, we're not going to have any. So maybe yeah. we should save some.
0: <laughs> no, that's I don't like doing that. Okay. Because then it makes it harder to find them. You know. Okay. okay. Um. See, so yeah, I think we just have two emails from Steph, okay. our our listener Steph. So, first, Steph says, go to Chinese order. Well, first, she apologizes for being so difficult with the feedback, and from now on, I will pay more attention to what I'm doing. But we, I mean, we weren't weren't complaining. We thought it was fun that, like, sometimes she tweets, sometimes it's Instagram DMs, sometimes it's emails, and sometimes it's emails from different accounts. Yeah, we
1: thought it was, like, a fun little gag.
0: Um, she says her go-to Chinese order is exactly what she ordered today, or at least the day of her writing this: uh, kung pao tofu, mm, which is a good,
1: good choice, good order.
0: Yeah, uh, it was a warm day today in the southeast, as always. Otherwise, I would have ordered hot and sour soup. Um, she said she had. Lo- oh yeah, because we told her to. Um, we we gave her some um, tips for being vegan and vegetarian in Berlin. Yeah. Um, although I'm realizing we'd skipped the. Didn't we go to, like, a famous vegetarian ramen place in Berlin? We did. Yeah.
1: And I'm forgetting the name of it.
0: Yeah, I forget the name of it, too. Yeah. Um, it was, like, real small. It was fun. It was packed. Yeah, it, it was, was packed. And it was real small. Yeah. Um, uh, she says she's looked into vegetarian options in Berlin and has decided she will have vegan currywurst right next to the Berlin Wall. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. I think we had Oh, did you it? know, no, we had it next to, so there's a big, like, in Berlin, there's a big fake balloon. <laughs>
1: yeah near checkpoint charlie
0: yeah that you can like get in and it takes you up and you can look at the whole city we didn't do it it was like that was maybe a little too touristy for us yeah but we did go to the currywurst stand right by there because it had vegan currywurst yeah it was kind of close to our hotel
1: i remember i i liked the vegan currywurst except we were being attacked by a bee like the entire lunchtime (laughs) like it wouldn't leave
0: remember when we went to uh when we were in portland we got nongs which is like the only thing i was like yes like Gastronomically, I was like, we cannot be here without going to Nongs. Yes. We got Nongs and went to, brought it to
1: the Rose Garden, brought
0: it to the park in the Rose Garden. And we could not eat our fucking food. Cause yeah. it wasn't just one bee. Yeah. We were being swarmed with bees. Yeah. And I was like making a spectacle of myself. Cause yes, I kept like were. standing up and being like, God, damn! like yeah. people just saw a crazy man waving. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then okay, here's a long one that I haven't actually looked at yet. Uh, also from staff, she says it's t-shirts London and t-shirts London and Chicago. She says if you're looking for cheesy cut cut t-shirts i don't know what that means um that might be a typo look no further than disney adults uh i have shirts i wear only to the theme parks uh the second one would i'll go show the pictures in a second i don't even know what it means but it is comfy i think about getting the third one we'll probably only sleep in it number four i felt it in my soul hashtag childhood trauma so number one says um my wife wanted to go to disney so we compromised and came to disney that Great one. <laughs> uh, girls trip Cheaper Than Therapy 2021. That's, cute. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, my backup plan? Is my original plan, but with wine. That's a good one.
1: Good
0: one. Oh, wow. This one is very mm-hmm. hard to read. Uh, sorry? No. Sorry for what I said while I was docking the boat. <laughs> I think it has more under it. Yeah. Hold on. We're gonna okay. I'm gonna open this on Oop, my phone where I can zoom in, zoom in, zoop, zoop, where I can zoom in on a bit a bit better. Because
1: um, okay. we we told everyone about um,
0: that's a horrible, that's idea, a horrible what idea. What yeah. time? time? Okay. Which I
1: wore yesterday. I don't know if yeah. you noticed.
0: Oh no. Okay. It doesn't have anything. It just has waves. Yeah. Sorry for what I said while I was docking the boat. So I guess like docking the, a boat must be like difficult and frustrating yeah. and people say things they yeah. don't mean yeah. while they're docking the boat. That's a good one. That's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Friends what and else?
1: Let us know if you have a novelty.
0: Yeah. Arena. Or if you've docked a boat
1: or if you docked a boat. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, she says, London, we did a Jack the tour in Whitechapel. We wouldn't have otherwise seen that part of the city. It was neat to see the contrast between the old, untouched part of old London town with the super contemporary downtown skyscrapers in the background. We did not enjoy the food. We had bow. Uh, it says boa, but I think ba- bao, bao buns and Japanese, we were there. If Natalie enjoys vintage clothes, there's a shop in Covent Gardens called Blackout 2 with very tiny items, which is good. No, it's very tiny. Um... walking around West End and Covent Gardens was the best she says I'm composing this email while sitting in Chicago's Chinatown this city is nothing is like nothing else I've ever seen the people are loud yet very warm and friendly I feel like I might be experiencing culture shock for the first time and I also follow Steph on um, Instagram and she's having a great time in Chicago and, and with how beautiful it is. And Jet so, uh, but also she's trying to convince you cause yeah. you're a Chicago hater yeah. th- to go back to Chicago I and experience it. Hates yeah. Chicago. Um, I've only, I lived in Chicago for four years and only went to Chinatown once um, because I lived North and it's South. I also think I, I, my understanding is that that part of the city has gentrified uh, quite a bit in mm-hmm. the past 20 years since I lived there. Um,
1: like the downtown Chinatown,
0: probably. Uh, it's the Chinatown in Chicago is south of downtown. Um, oh, you uh, mean oh, like the, like downtown, the downtown one right, here? Sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, I like I like all Chinatowns and I like all of those. What is your favorite LA like mm,
1: okay. ethnic like enclave? Enclave, yeah. Okay, on. so if we're talking food, I'm gonna say Little Ethiopia.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Because they all are so good.
0: Yeah, uh, I would say Thai Town.
1: Thai Town is yeah. also good, but I feel like all of Los Angeles is Thai Town.
0: Yeah, there are Thai. Same with like, I mean, Koreatown is too big to even say it's like a little enclave. It's yeah. like Koreatown extends past the borders of what is officially Koreatown. Yeah. Like, um, so that's uh, that's really big. What was the other one I was gonna say? I love Little Tokyo.
1: Me too. I was gonna say I love Little Tokyo too, but then the line is blurred between like the arts district like i don't know where it starts where the arts district
0: but i guess i mean specifically like tourist wise (laughs) i like the little there's a name for it it's called like japanese village or whatever there's like Mm -hmm. essentially an outdoor mall that's built to look like a like an old like ancient japanese village um and it has all all sorts of great like restaurants and and stuff in it and i feel i still feel like it's mostly japanese whereas like you were talking about chinatown here in la like gentrifying and changing it's like you know Helen ray's is there Mm -hmm. and burger lords and all this Mm -hmm. stuff that is not chinese yeah you know um whereas there's still a few little tokyo like
1: old chinese restaurants yeah yeah
0: um but i guess the thing I, i guess my understanding is like if you were a Southland Chinese person, you want authentic South, you want authentic Chinese food, you don't go to Chinatown, you go to the San Gabriel Valley. Exactly, that's yeah. where. Like, um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, one of the things. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, L.A. actually has, it ha- we have a little Tokyo, but then there's also another, like Sawtell and Santa Monica. There's another sort of enclave of Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of. Japanese restaurants and that's also where the giant robot store is you know the mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. Uh, Japanese like nerd store yeah. is is there so we have we have at least two little Japans in yeah. in los Angeles
1: yeah um yeah in San Francisco I lived right outside of Japantown, which yeah. you know Chinatown in San Francisco is famous' It's like one of the best of the country's chinatowns um but I really like Japantown um also Alvera Street, right?
0: Uh, yeah, Alvera Street here is yeah. I mean, but again, there's good Mexican food everywhere. Yes, but Alvera Street yes. is a cool place to go. It's yes. like literally where the city started, and there's the the oldest uh, uh, home in or yeah. in Los Angeles is, yeah. is there. Um, I forgot about uh, wow. Well, I just I love this. We have to um, there has to be a call to action like. Favorite like ethnic enclaves in like American yes. cities or in other cities too. Yes. Uh, Chicago also has I don't know if people refer to it as Little, little India. We just called it Devon Street. Mm-hmm. There's like a long stretch of Devon Street, which was actually very close to where I lived. That is all Indian food and Indian mm-hmm. like uh, goods and stuff. And it's like I loved going there because it's it's so colorful. Everything yeah. is like there every store is many different colors and. Yeah. Uh, so Devon Devon Avenue? Uh, yeah, I think it's Devon Avenue. Um All right. So I think uh I think I think now we're caught up on our correspondence. Okay,
1: wow. Um I forgot we were podcasting for a second. I thought we were just <laughs>
0: just talking about just our talking, favorite yeah. This is the kind of thing we would talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um uh, okay. So what's the next step the how next step are, are is we, uh, we yeah this is where we look at what was happening on the world in the world on the days these episodes aired it's my favorite segment to introduce it's called how were we doing so season 5 episode 16 of friends which again is called the one with the cop aired on February 25th 1999 um, the number one thing I could find there that happened on this day in in England Or in, I guess, the UK, a uh, docu-series called Boiling Point premiered that day. And Boiling Point was a documentary series that um, uh, tracked the attempt to open the first restaurant of then-largely-unknown chef Gordon Ramsay. So Boiling Point is kind of... How Gordon Ramsay became a public figure is that I guess this documentary series was a big deal. Uh, I wonder if it's available. Anyway, I would love to watch a pre-fame Gordon Ramsay. Just like I mean, you and I love. You never watched the British Kitchen Nightmares. We we watched the Amer all of the American one together, but the British one is is also great. Yeah. Um, uh, what's I would, that there? What's that, that? Yeah, that is. Don't take our idea, but we were gonna. We were talking about doing a kitchen nightmares recap, recap podcast called "What's That There?"
1: Yeah, when he <laughs> like sees something in the freezer of like, it's like a like mold or, or, or like
0: the a, a dead cockroach or yeah, something in the what's corner. What's that there? What's that there? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so that was, and then top five songs in the U.S. on that day. Uh, at, coming in at number five. Uh, ooh, get ready to tear up. Uh, Angel oh. by Sarah McLachlan, oh. which is oh. it's a beautiful song. Yes, um, I don't know America. We I know we have international listeners, but um, I, so I don't know if they know this. But the song for years was used. Uh, for a campaign to, like, donate money to help...
1: It's like ASPCA. Yeah,
0: yeah, starving and abused animals. Yeah. And so it was basically just, like, a, f- a full minute-long ad yeah. of just, like, incredibly sad and abused-looking dogs and cats and set to yeah. Angel by Sarah McLachlan. Yeah. But um, the song itself was actually inspired by the death of Smashing Pumpkins touring um, keyboardist Jonathan Melvoin, who... Um, died in a hotel room from an overdose while they were on tour on the Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness tour. Um, The the heroin or whatever it was uh, was given to Jonathan Melbourne by the drummer Jimmy Chamberlain who was then kicked out of the band but then came back uh, and is now in the band um, again. I
1: didn't didn't know that story. Yeah. Wow, that's tragic. But, yeah, I mean that song is just so gut-wrenching and – Used in, you know, funeral slideshows. Yeah. And will be for yeah eternity.
0: Uh, number four, Britney Spears Hit Me Baby One More Time. Uh, number three, Whitney Houston's Heartbreak Hotel. We still didn't look up what that is. Yeah. Uh, number two, Shares Do You Believe in Life After Love? And hanging in at number one, Monica, Angel of Mine. Now, season five, episode 16 of How I Met Your Mother, Hooked, aired on. Monday, March first, twenty ten, and I have already forgotten. Oh, right. Okay. Do you know? Have you ever heard of the photographer Spencer Tunick?
1: No.
0: So um, his yeah. thing, you've, if you had, don't know the name, you've probably heard of this. His thing is he gets he gets as many people as he can to come to oh. a place and take all their clothes off yes, in yes, like yes, a famous yes, place. Yes. Okay. So on this day, March tenth, twenty ten. Uh, it's not known the exact number, but between like over 5,000, as many as 5,200 people uh, got naked in front of the Sydney Opera House and and, um, Spencer Tunick took their picture.
1: Yeah, they also did Mexico City.
0: Mexico City is the big, because it was 18,000 people. It's the biggest one he's ever done. Yeah, Mexico City is the most famous one. I learned all this today. (laughs) Uh, I do research for this, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: It's fun. Top five songs in the U.S., on that day, uh, oh, where is it? Okay. At number five, <laughs> the, the artist formerly known as Lady Antebellum, need you now. Uh, <laughs> at number four, Lady Gaga, want your bad romance. Uh, at number three, Young Money Bedrock. At number two, Kesha TikTok. And at number one, the Black Eyed Peas, I'm a Bee. <laughs> it's not, it's I'm a Bee. Okay. But, yeah. I'm a B. I'm a B. I'm a B. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a uh, I hate the black enemies, yeah. <laughs> but I know all their songs. Yeah. Um, and, uh... I'm sorry I'm so rusty. We haven't done this in so long. Uh, that brings us to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with knowledge of the episode title. So, first, let's see how we did on last week's guesses. It's been a couple weeks, so I actually don't remember. Um... I think I get a point here. Okay. I said Phoebe dates a cop because despite her countercultural trappings, she loves a man in uniform. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's nothing about her loving him in uniform. In fact, Gary is a plainclothes detective. We don't see him in uniform. Yes. But I think I get a point for I think Phoebe dates know. a cop. Yes. Okay. You said Robin is floundering, hooked. Robin is floundering because you can't get enough of old Dawn reeling her in. I feel like you had, like, kind of the general idea of what hooked was, yeah. but that's off the mark. Yeah had nothing to do with Don at all. Yeah. If you were, you never would have.
1: But we did No get, one would have
0: predicted that if anyone from her morning show was going to be in the episode, it would be Mike the camera man. Mike the camera guy, <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, we need to see what's going to happen, with next week's episodes are called. But first I'm going to need you to vamp for oh, a second. okay.
1: Flakes and strawberries cereal. Organic blueberry preserves. Organic okay. ketchup.
0: Next week's episode of Friends is called The One with Rachel's Inadvertent Kiss. So I'm going to say Rachel accidentally kisses someone. Mm-hmm. Obviously. But I'm, that's, I wouldn't let you get away with being that vague, so yeah. I'm not going to be that vague. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, Rachel accidentally plants a smooch on Gunther, um, making... No, not Mekong. Come on. Making him think he's graduated from on the hook status. Oh, good one. Do you think Rachel is keeping Gunther on the hook? No. Not on purpose. No. Yeah. All right, so um, season five, episode 17 Ron, of How I Met Your Mother is called
1: Of Course. Um. Okay, so this is going to be some... Some dumb rule that there are things that men will just say, will never say no to.
0: Okay. You know how they
1: have like these dumb rules and they're heteronormative. So it's going to be like, you never say, you always say, of course, to a threesome or if someone has too much to drink and wants a ride home or, you know, some.
0: Okay. Okay. Um...
1: So there is...
0: There are just some things a guy is not allowed to say no to. Am I right, fellas? Good?
1: Yeah, perfect. Okay,
0: that's the end of the episode. We did it. We did it. We talked about both the episodes. Uh, We did our own episode. We'll do another one next week. It's super fun. Uh, you can find the podcast wherever you found it. That's um, that's how it goes. Oh no, I fucked up. Uh-oh. Um, uh oh. Um. Okay.
1: Tell us why.
0: <laughs> I accidentally deleted similarities from our um, my my show notes. Oh no. Oh. Okay. No, I didn't i see that i did okay you found the podcast wherever you found it great job you there's a post for every episode of battleship you can leave a comment there you can uh x me on x at davy pretension <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh of course you can email us as as steph did um a couple times the past week at the one where i met your mother at gmail.com um and uh that's that uh natalie remind the listeners where they can find you on the internet
1: Mm, well, they can't, but if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your mothers, give us a five-star rating. And, and a review. And review. Yeah, give us a review.
0: You like the show? You think it's the cutest show ever, Jackson? Yes. Tell, tell your friends and mothers to
1: write yeah. a review. Yeah, and then calls to action. Uh, All right,
0: we have a bunch. Okay, so uh, calls to action that I wrote down. Find the this-
1: swoon-worthy Tiffany... Teeson oh right, cover of Playboy where she has um,
0: overalls, and, overalls nothing else. and nothing else. Um, and if it turns out that there's like maybe some other creeps who are my age know, and I'm like conflating, and it was a different actress, or is like this maybe just it's like, like Alyssa Milano or something. Okay, you know, someone else that I would have known from like a sitcom at that time. Yeah. Uh, so um, no. Uh, so are there any? Uh, can you can you tell if there's any? podcasts about taking care of indoor plants um how long were ross and rachel together uh is the word couple always specific or to is it okay to use it in a general sense Mm -hmm. uh what happened at the end of this friends episode that we missed that's with the cut in half couch uh what's the purple pill that barney took is are, is Ted and Robin's coffee table engraved okay. in some way? Have you ever docked a boat?
1: Yeah. What
0: are your favorite ethnic enclaves in big cities? Yeah. Uh, and yeah, t- uh, Tiffany Thiessen. And, once again, Tiffany Thiessen and her overalls
1: and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> um, you got some work to do, yeah. friends and mothers. Until next time, we'll catch you at the Couch Emporium. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that actually what it was called?
1: Yeah. <laughs>